0: As far as John Wayne, I wouldn't want want to watch my dusty old ass being Rooster Cogburn. There he is. Hey, that's Big Mike. I'm Casey. This is Warren Beer and the Cheap Seats, and this is Casey fumbling through an intro. Welcome to Warren Beer and the Cheap Seats podcast. Big Mike, take it away. Hey, everybody. It's Friday night. Warren Beer
1: and the Cheap Seats. We got a great show for you. Awesome show. And knowing's half the battle. That's just a little, uh, little teaser. That's right. We got teasers.
0: Teasers. teasers.
1: We got Oops. Big Ed. Wrong teaser. We and uh, we're going to talk a little TV. We are, and we're going to talk about some stuff we didn't know we were going to talk about because we're just going to wander into it. Because that's how we do it. Here on Warm Be- Beer in the cheap seats on a Friday night. So. We're working on getting a little teaser put together right here. Um, so on the show tonight, our, our, I'm going to lead. I'm not going to bury the lead. How's that? Mm-hmm. You're just going to start out. All right, just go, we're just going to go head on, I'm head over heels, head into it. Um, we're covering one of my favorite toys from my childhood. G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Awesome toy. Many hours of fun. Casey and I, I I got nervous.
2: I thought you were going to say you're a wee wee. So I'm glad it's the (laughs) GI Joe. And that gave you hours of fun.
1: (laughs)
3: There
2: there it is. My
1: wee wee is still one of my favorite toys. But (laughs)
0: yeah, It was a mail away toy too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It it required five UPCs and a dollar for shipping and handling.
1: (laughs) Sure did. And here it is.
0: Some assembly required. Yep.
1: Batteries not included. <laughs> They're never included. No. I, I, only Hess trucks. They always gave you batteries. It's very nice of Hess. Hmm. They so did they really? Yeah, they did. Every year. I think even now that, that Hess stations are non-existent and you have to order your Hess trucks via the World Wide Web i think they still come with batteries
0: see and everyone always talks shit about big oil but see big oils gives mm-hmm. you batteries yeah see big oil I, I can't bad.
1: think of any other industry giving you free well it's mm-hmm. not free but giving you the batteries anyway yeah
3: but they're not big oil anymore they left
1: no they're still in the oil business oh. Oh, they're yeah. just not in the retail oil business
0: uh, no well there's speedway or uh whatever the parents did company they read did they did they report just re- stations? 1872 <laughs> yeah My favorite gas station, is Sinclair, because they don't mess around. They let you know what you're buying. They're they got a dinosaur. Their their logo is a dinosaur. It makes me laugh every time. I'm like, now that's truth in advertising. Pretty much. Yeah. It's, He's uh, like, my
1: dead friends are going into your g- gas tank. That's
0: right. Ferngully's going in your t- to your gas tank. Yes. Yep. Well, I don't know if that's the right one. But, oh, no, the Land Before Time. Land that's Before it. Time. Yeah. How
2: long do you have to pay dinosaurs reparations? So, come on. It's been a long time.
3: Gully well, is the best, though.
1: I think we're going to make little kids cry when we mention Land Before Time. And they're now gasoline. They're oil.
0: One day, Feifel will be gasoline. Yeah. He's Aww.
2: American Tail.
0: Yep. Aww, somewhere
2: I think Petey's uh, <clears throat> turning into... Uh, oil as we speak oh wow wait repeaty no 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 oh just Petey. no repeaty is he's the swimming motherfucker he's getting a little like uh that elvis bloated stage though you know although his voice doesn't fail him still you see him swimming around in
0: a jumpsuit and scarves he keeps handing other fish scarves
2: and they're he does
1: they're screaming in their own little fishy ways
2: afraid he's going to have a heart attack taking the shit in the castle. Yeah.
0: Oh, my. Indeed.
2: Repeater, you swim on. Don't listen to them.
1: I always just needed to eat more roughage,
0: that's all. A lot more rough. <laughs> a lot.
2: They like that chicken breast they threw in there.
0: Well, yeah, it's chicken. chicken. Now you made it chicken of the sea.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I was doing. I was singing it to (laughs) him.
0: Well, I usually sing "Baby Shark" to my fish when I feed them. Oh my! Do you really?
3: Oh no! No, no, I don't. Somebody Uh, think another. Say another song.
0: That's oh, yeah. That like had orange cat meow 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 orange cat meow 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 orange cat meow, meow 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 meow. I
1: think you could just take that little beat and put whatever the hell you want in. It, it is
0: like whoever came up with that. That's like the fucking Dr. Dre of like kids beats. Kids beats, yeah. yeah I think You're like, baby you know, people talk about that Timbaland beat. They're like, oh, that guy, he does that like baby shark beat. That guy, <laughs> he's the guy. The
3: baby and the shark. Those
0: words, though, I think there's something to them that gets stuck. Well, it's the the syllables. They work together. Yeah.
1: Also known as syllables.
0: Syllables.
1: There you go. That it's would three be of them. three. Yeah, yes. good job. Yeah. What we learned in no, phonics class still works to today.
0: Man, I'm hooked on that shit.
1: Hooked on phonics. Oh
0: man, I can't get Do it up. Do you remember once you get that taste of phonics, it hits your lips? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember our phonics
1: out. workbooks yeah. from uh, Most Holy Redeemer? Oh yeah. They were plaid.
0: Yes. Oh, that's what everybody had then. I what does plaid have to do plaid. with phonics? Right?
3: I think they are just
0: trying to make it fun that you'd like be attracted to it. Yeah. Like a, a moth to the flame. Was
3: yours red plaid with maybe a little bit of blue?
0: It was red
1: plaid. And then I think Well the, each grade it was a different, different plaid different color. It was like I think blue plaid blue was the next one. And
0: then green. Yep. You know. Oh. Big Ed, did they have phonics back in your day? No. Oh. No, probably not. I'm gonna you say offended? that's a big I'm gonna say no, no. He's like no. All they I had. I
2: couldn't fully... off. No, we did oh. not. We okay. Uh...
0: We just had Willie Montanez playing first base. Yeah. No, I don't know. Phonics was
2: uh, a yeah. solid. Oh, look at repeating after just... that chicken. Jesus Christ.
0: Well, it's theater we're, for we're the, the fucking mind. Fucking theater for the mind. Hey, if you if you uh, send me a video, I'll. I'll... Be more than happy to post that it at our Twitter at Beer Seats for everyone, so there they can go. enjoy the uh, repeaty on Twitter.
2: The carnivorous repeaty is what he is,
0: and we can hashtag it. Not PD. Uh,
2: I had a preview of the T-shirt today.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. So for everybody, let,
2: let's let's That's get everybody up to speed. Though.
1: We have a. T shirt coming, a show t shirt. Yep. It has frog on it. Our mascot.
0: Yep. Not our faces. Not our faces. Someone could make our faces somehow.
1: Well, (laughs) it's all right. It's okay. And it says, shit up, dick. Dick.
0: Shit up, dick.
2: (laughs) And the frog looks. It's repeaty, and the little blurb, like on a comic book, it says, yeah, the bubble. Shit shit up, dick. Shit up, dick. There's many ways it could be said.
3: Yeah, but the way it is on the picture Case showed me, that's what it looks like when you say shit.
2: The
1: frog looks very happy. I like a happy frog.
2: Yeah, because he's telling you to
0: shit up. Shit up, dick. Well, he looks like all frogs. Very emotional. Every frog I see, you know, they're very expressive. You know, they're <laughs> kind of like very permit. expressive. You're gonna see a side
2: of repeating you've met I've never seen before. Holy shit! Look at him. All right, I'll send this to you.
0: Custard, 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 custard. We got to put some music to that. Sure,
2: we do. Go to. I I can't tell the story. No, no,
0: no, let's let's not. Shut the show.
2: It's, and need- it's nothing. I just can't. It would reveal too much about. The Montecito. I can't do that just yet.
0: Yeah, don't don't. You got to keep some secrets of the Montecito. That we do.
3: I didn't hear it because I
0: kicked. You need to just create more work for Danny and Mike at the Montecito. If you do that.
2: Yeah, they yeah, keep those two chuckleheads in line. Like keeping you two chuckleheads in line. That's yep. right. And that's
0: what we're grateful for.
2: Yep, herding cats.
0: Yes. GI <laughs> Joe.
2: GI Joe.
0: This is the GI Joe episode that people have been just clamoring for. This is it. People I never
2: in, got into GI Joe.
1: People as G. in GI Joe
2: I. was was a lot bigger. He, you know, he was like the size of the Barbie doll. You know, and correct. And,
1: that yeah, was the, yeah. the twelve-inch GI Joes.
0: Yeah, your generation had uh, just the the large, the large guys. He was like a like a twelve or eighteen inch. So I think
1: he's a twelve-inch. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. twelve-inch GI Joe. America's fighting man. I think was their original. Right. Uh, I remember
2: getting a green... G.I. Joe for Christmas when I was a kid. I'm thinking, "Fuck, am I going to do with this? Give it to Diane.
0: <laughs> You're like, I- I'll make him face off to Sir Duke. He and Sir Duke you know, had, had, it. had
2: Had I had that vision as a six-year-old, I might have put him up against <laughs> Sir Duke. <laughs> well, Little did he know that he could have been a good foe for uh, Sir Duke and the, the Magnet. <laughs>
0: The magnet of justice. <laughs> the yeah. of justice.
2: <laughs> it, it was the great equalizer of all the Bottle uh, of the Month Club. Yeah. I gotta say that uh Mr. Big Ed was not happy when he came home from work that day. It uh, saw yeah. a bookshelf Mr. Empty Mr. and a Big pile Ed. of plastic. Ah. Mr.
0: Big Ed was just not happy coming from work, coming home from work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mr. Big Ed. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: So going back with the original G.I. Joe's, they, that was kind of, that was a cool toy. They had
0: for Furt, its era.
1: Yeah. for its era, So they had, a, they couldn't call it a doll because in reality it's more or less a doll. Right. That's where the word action figure, the phrase action figure. Correct. Came, came to be. And
2: that's probably why it did better as like an eight inch figure, I guess, maybe.
1: Well, the, the well, the G.I. Joe's. GI Joe, real American hero, which was yep. from Casey and I's childhood. Yep. They're nice. actually three and three quarters inch, which is roughly, if you're a model builder model guy, that's like one 18th scale yep. of, of the guys. So here, I did a little research this week on this and again, this is rabbit holes, go down rabbit holes. So how all this came about another men's room story. A business uh-huh. deal brokered in the. why winds
2: up being about the wee wee. Yeah.
1: Somehow it oh, somehow yeah. it does loop back around to the wee wee and wee
2: wee situation. If they touch it too much.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> so. as the story goes.
2: Play the game, wee wee.
1: The president and CEO of Hasbro, <laughs> and the president of Marvel happen to be taking a piss at a charity event and they strike up a conversation at the urinal. I don't know about you guys. I don't really strike up conversations at urinals with people I don't know.
3: I certainly don't.
1: Well, that only makes sense.
3: Actually, I'm lying. The only time I was at a urinal, I totally was talking to a girl.
1: What were you? Okay. I'll
3: just leave that there.
1: (laughs) What were you doing in the men's room? Just
2: trying to see if she could pee in it. Stand it up. Yeah. Did you try, Melissa?
3: Oh,
2: I... I got all exactly. up my shoes.
3: I don't remember, but I helped the other girl. P Holding a towel. Yeah.
1: Yeah? Well, what's the... Okay, that's...
3: Sometimes there are long lines in women's restrooms. Oh.
1: Don't you have to shake it? And only shake it twice, because if you shake it three times, you're playing with it. Yeah, I maybe mean, you're really playing games.
3: I'm learning so much.
1: So these guys are at the urinal having a conversation... How this ha- how this happens, the conversation, I don't know. So the guy from Hasbro is like, hey, we're trying to like reactivate this G.I. Joe trademark. And the dude from Marvel is like, hey, we got the best creative people in the business. Let me get my editor in chief to give you a little shout. And that's that's how this deal all started. This all stemmed from Marvel and their creativity. Got Hasbro into the back, you know, with a toy that ended up being a really, really, really successful toy. Um, So the guy, the editor, had a
2: little dribble mark on his trousers when he came out. Probably
1: did, probably did. But if you wore dark trousers, trousers, it would be a little, little better. So the guys, the guy from the guy, editor in chief (laughs) with (laughs) with Marvel, was a guy named Jim Shooter. And he handed this this task off to a guy named Larry Hammer, hmm. and Larry Hammer was really the the creativity behind GI Joe. Uh, he was Larry at Marvel was working on a new comic. He's trying to get off the ground called Fury Force. That's so he funny. took the characters he had created for Fury Force, and basically that, you know. Became G.I. Joe. And the interesting fact, I shared this with Casey and Melissa before the show. Larry hammer, who is a U.S. Army veteran, thank you for your service, Larry, served during the Vietnam War. He kept file cards essentially on each one of the characters he created for this comic book. They're, they had a code name. Yes. Their birth name, where they were from
0: they're like they're like setting up a dossier dossier they're, they're exactly on the back side of the car correct uh, of the because what mike's describing too when you got the action figure there's a cardboard and you know plastic that you could see through and see them but on the backside it looked like a file yes and you were supposed to cut it out and then you could keep it to refer to you know you, you understood the who the character was. who the
1: character was so larry had these dossiers yeah to keep track of these characters he created
0: yep.
1: and being a military guy, he kept really, he had all the details, their primary Function. skill, yeah, their
0: yeah, yeah, primary
1: MOS, yep. their secondary MOS. And then what weapons they're qualified for. Interesting fact that I read about on the original file cards on the toys, they had the weapons mm-hmm. and they took that off because they didn't want kids to get, guess too familiar with firearms oh yeah and i think they they also wanted to sell packs of accessories so the ammo dumps absolutely it, ammo, they they had the ammo which dump. you had to because you're gonna lose some of you're them. gonna lose these some little of goddamn those little, plastic weapons some of them were just tiny. small like yeah. if the pistols they had at that time m1911as and then they had yeah i
0: think flint had a pistol
1: uh, I know my favorite guy, uh, Snake Eyes had a, a little Uzi. He had an Uzi, and then he had a sword later on. And binoculars. First issue guy had binoculars. Second yeah.
0: issue, I think, or second or third issue, came with a dog, Timber. Second or third, it did because he was. They changed him a little bit from the first generation. He was more commando looking than a ninja than a, or a samurai or whatever they. Whatever you're supposed
1: at. to be so that's kind of like the begin. that that's the birth of gi joe a real american hero
0: well you know ha- hasbro was kind of inspired because they they kind of brushed off george lucas and uh with the toy line for star wars which ended up being a big boo-boo. huge huge yeah I, and i forget the the company that did it was a i'm gonna call him ken lee but uh, I can't think of the name of who who actually licensed the Star Wars toys, but um, Mattel also told Lucas, hey, we're yeah, not they, interested they in, your little,
1: in your little sci-fi movie. <laughs> yeah, we're I gonna mean, pass on this shit." And they they made
0: a ton of movie on the toys. And Kenner, oh Ke- Kenner, 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 that's who it was. Kenner was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." But see, what GI Joe did good with Hasbro was the articulation of the figurines. They can move around much better. Could, they, than... they could hold a pose. Their their joints weren't loose. You can move around the armful, arm, and then, head, waist, and, and then yeah, you can move the waist. But then early on, the head could swivel left and right, which almost no action figure of that size did at all. The head, if you tried to move it, you would probably break it off. off. Um, which is OK when you're playing, you're like, you just role play and you're like, oh, we it, broke his head, he broke his head. He, he, know, <laughs> then you just got to role play, you know. You know, it's <laughs> it's like when you learn in, um, um you know, improv, mm-hmm. you, you always say, yes, oh, the head's broke. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. His head did fall off and then you just play around just, with that. And I learned that as a child. You know, Lego's head fell off. You just play with it. We're just sweeping up the streets, you know. <laughs> Um, I think I, I think we played that a couple yes. times. <laughs> All right, I digress. I've totally derailed. But later on, they made the head Now only move left and right; they can you can make yeah. It move they up they, and down. they had like a ball which, socket. Yeah, that they which went was to. insane. It, I the other thing, the big
1: thing with the GI Joe toys, the first gener the first year of the figures, which would have been 1982.
0: Right.
1: Yep. So it's 82 to 94 is the original. That, that era that, that of the G.I. Joe a real American hero. They had arms, their lower arm bent at like the elbow, but it didn't swivel. They called that those figures straight arm figures. Yes. And then they had the swivel at the elbow. Yeah. So these these guys were totally posable. Yeah. They could do anything, hold weapons, hold a pose,
0: dance. Yeah square dance I mean anything you wanted them to do Mm -hmm. and what was smart they had like these pegs built on the 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 toys yep so with their feet there's a like almost a hole in the feet where you could plant them and they could stay in place so you can place them on the toy correct on on the vehicles on a a boat on on the chopper uh because I had the the chopper with wild that came with wild Bill Hickok on the chopper, you can actually place a guy on the side oh, the and on the yeah. rail, yeah. Yep. which would be totally safe to do, kids. Everyone's a ride on the side of a helicopter on the rail. <laughs> well, you could with G.I. Joe. You could with G.I. Joe.
1: Because G.I. Joe's the real American hero, dude.
0: Yeah, these guys were badass. They are badasses. Hey, everyone was a pilot, by the way. I'm not sure if you ever know. It's like oh, the episodes are like they're flying they off fly? that air, aircraft carrier. They're all flying aircraft. They're all like... They just yell, yo, Joe, and they just get an aircraft and they just fly off. Yeah. I'm like, "Don't hey, no, you need some training. Hey, shouldn't you be wearing an anti-g suit? You it's know, a, a, no, it didn't. I, I, most of them did it. No, I don't you think they even had, had helmets. Yeah, no helmets. Like, hey, you might black out if you just, you know, take a turn. You know,
2: that's true. No they were just... <laughs> light. No walk around, no check. I mean, come on, yeah. guys.
0: They only had one guy uh, that did all that stuff. His name was Grunt. And that was his name. His name was Grunt. I right. remember that. Huh. That poor guy. He did all the work.
1: No so, glory. Now, the, the TV show is what I really know well. And the toys. Yeah. TV show Sunbow was the that did the, the studio yeah. in conjunction with Marvel. And I think they did a pretty damn good job. But the comics. So, I never read the comics. You read the comics, Casey. I did. I did. So, give us the contrast between... What we saw when we got home from school
0: Monday through Friday versus what was in the comic books. All right. First off, I don't know why. All right. We have really shitty G.I. Joe movies that came out. They're, They're not shitty. They're just not as good. I mean, these were Marvel comics and other Marvel comics are getting all the love. I'm like. You can't throw them in the old MCU, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Why not? That'd be badass
1: if GI Joe was there. Yeah,
0: you know, Doctor Strange, he's like doing uh, the multiverse or whatever, and then you know, uh, Flint and you know Scarlet just run through to help out. And Gung Ho. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Roadblock, any of those guys? Striker. Uh, shipwreck. Sh- bazooka. Oh, Bazooka. Hey, guess what his uh, his main weapon was. Uh, a bazooka. It was a bazooka, and he was always falling down, shooting a bazooka too. Very, very, very clumsy Plumsy. guy with the b- bazooka. And he had like a sports. He had like a jersey. First word. Weapon
2: you want to be clumsy with, you know? He would uh, he
0: almost, almost blow up the squad. Like every episode he was in, he would just be like tripping, shooting a bazooka at the same time. I'm that's like, oh, he's are you supposed I, to be like?
2: He was like, like did I do that? <laughs>
0: and, and
1: that's that. He's supposed to be an expert with this weapon. Yeah, not an expert.
0: Um, all right. So the the comic book um, moved much slower as most comics in that era, because they're you know story based and each episode led to the next episode. Uh, they were very focused on uh, multiple characters, whether you're talking on the GI Joes or Cobra. on their Cobra. You know their the Antig. T- antagonists of the yes, storyline. story so they they'd work on storylines of uh destro um uh the baroness uh major blood cobra commander cobra commander they they would kind of mess with you even in the comic book like they even didn't even know who he was and he and, seemed like a european guy he came well,
1: across as a european
0: in the comic they alluded to cobra commander was many people
1: oh that, so not just one cobra Commander.
0: correct correct wow that's freaky yeah like there was even one later on he was like the son of cobra commander and became cobra commander so in other words
1: cobra commander like one guy he'd die off or get killed and but he would uh, like get someone else in to, to okay you i'm giving you you're now the cobra commander correct
0: freaky yeah um mm-hmm. And then, like, even in that storyline, there was a lot of infighting. Uh, he and Destro
1: that... never saw eye to eye. Destro was a Scot who was an arms dealer. Correct. Who um, was having a romantic affair with the Baroness. He was. Who she was like Eastern European, is what they alluded to. Correct.
0: Um,. And then Major Blood was someone like a long lineage of uh, military officers, but he even fell off in the comic book uh, even while well, he was in the comic book longer than say in the cartoon. Like, uh, I don't remember
1: like, him in the cartoon a lot. He, like Major uh, Blood was just a early, bit early, plain.
0: early. And then he was a bigger player in the the comic book, in the comic book too. Then uh, Cobra Fractured, you had Zartan in the Dreadnoughts and, you know, what side would they play as far as helping Cobra or just helping their own means? Correct. To gain power. Uh, then the Crimson Guard came in and everything that came with that. Uh, and then uh, the birth of Serpentor, which... You had Serpentor. I had Serpentor. So, but in the, they explain it much cooler in a comic book. So he was like a... They took DNA from many different... Yeah, so the story of him was he was... Uh, they they took dna from uh you know military geniuses of the past alexander the great napoleon uh hannibal and and uh, and so forth right and they blended him with a guy of cobra that had uh died more recent which was storm shadow oh so that was His body was actually Storm Shadow in the comic book. So, No kidding. So Dr. Mindbender, who was like kind of weirdly introduced. Which Storm Shadow. Yes. Was a
1: G.I. Joe. Yes. Initially, he was a Joe. And then he left to become a freelance guy. And then he eventually ended up with Cobra. So anyway, I digress.
0: Yeah, correct. And they they explain that a little bit more in the comic book and the backstory of that. The comic just moved a lot slower. Uh but developing there was a lot more, the
1: backstories of
0: de- developing a lot of backstories, which is, you know, if you're into comics, that's the beauty of a comic book. There's no really timetable. You're not set into 23 minute stories and uh, you know, uh, a 12 to 26 episode Season. story arc. Uh you, you can go at any pace you want to kind of flesh out the story. And and with the Marvel comic, they did. Um And I followed it through probably a half year after the Serpentor storyline. Because Serpentor, even though he was big in the cartoon, and that was a big thing they were advertising, he's the new basically leader. Cobra. Cobra. And he feuded with Cobra Commander. He did. Oh, yeah, big time. No, he basically ousted Cobra Commander and took over Cobra. The cartoon, they played it a little different. In the comic, he truly outed him. Cobra Commander ran for his life. And then Serpenter, though wasn't around that long. He was
1: only happened? around
0: for a few comics, like maybe like two, how they write two or three how episodes. they write him out. Someone shot him in the eye with an arrow. Oh, that's pretty. Crazy. It was pretty definitive. Like there was no question. Like oh, he's coming back from that one. Like no arrow to the eye. That's that's it. pretty much that's you're you're, you're done. The end. You know, worm food. He he was worm food. Uh, I'm trying to remember who shot him. It it could have been. Um, snake eyes I want so to it was it
1: joe who offed them
0: it was a joe so if if someone out there in uh la la land uh <laughs> knows tweet me at uh beer seats or send an email at uh the show at warmbeer in the refresh the memory see i wish i wish i read the comic now they had a second comic called special missions uh-huh that one i found out about later i never really read it but the, it was a series of one-off and. They would just focus on one character, and it would just be like a side mission and a story about that person and what mission they were trying to accomplish at that time, and uh, that was a little shorter lived. It sounded kind of neat, like you didn't have to really follow the story, or, and it wasn't. There's was no real true continuity like the other GI Joe, it's where it's fun.
1: following, like you said uh, before, it's a story arc, yeah, that you're that you're following issue to issue, yep. Now, let me ask you this. Yep. Was the comic a little darker than the television, the, the TV show? For, or was it yeah, not I dark say, at all?
0: I, I would say yes, because there was a, a lot more violence. Um, definitely a little bit more graphic in the violence. Or, than know. what we saw after school. I mean, people would actually die and go away, and, and that never happened in the cartoon. No. I mean, they they wouldn't even think... You know, for, because it was like, probably it was an afternoon cartoon, like two, three o'clock. Anytime was,
1: a vehicle got blown up, who was, ever, whoever was in the vehicle ejected to safety. They yeah. jumped to safety. Yep. Yeah. Whether it was a Cobra, one of the Crimson Guard or, or one of the Cobra, just troopers or one of the Joes, nobody died.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, there was more, the comic, uh, the, the cartoon is more lighthearted, like the Cobra Commander was more, um, uh, you know, like almost like a Skeletor. He used to call people like numbskulls, or he always had like a one-liner. And in the comic, that was not the case. Like No made comic relief. Really. No, in the comic, they made it strictly clear that he was a cutthroat, uh, you know, by any means necessary, he's going to accomplish the mission, or someone was... Gonna pay the ultimate price.
1: Now, in the comic, did they did they portray Cobra Commander with the hood, or with the mask, or would they go back and forth with that?
0: I always remembered him with the mask. They coulda at the beginning had him, or I mean, yeah, I remember the hooded Cobra Commander because I, that
1: and the toy that was a mail away was
0: to get the hooded Cobra Commander. Correct. Uh, I don't remember the masked Cobra Commander. In the comic not to say it didn't happen but so they
1: he was hooded in the and the
0: the, from what i remember from the ones i read and then they again he changed over time too he evolved Hmm. uh, because he evolved because he was different people that's interesting
1: that's really interesting i wonder if you can get because now after doing this little research project for the show
0: i don't know how hard it would be to find any of those comics. i
1: wonder if the comics are in one volume you know how they do that, like recently, oh. like for The Walking Dead, they did like the first series of comics. They did like the first year of comics, yeah. The second, third, that and one like graphic yeah. novel. Oh, they, that's awesome! I, I wonder if they awesome. if it's ever been done with GI Joe. That would be cool. I'd buy that and read it. Oh, that would be.
0: I would totally buy that. Uh, it's going to be a research project after the show. Let's see if it's. I'm sure, if we bug Marvel enough, yeah. Can, if we show them enough cash and slap them in the face, a well, couple of times, you anyway. know, here's the thing like too: off the publishing
1: with with GI Joe in the not so distant distant past with the live action movies that always revives some interest in the product it was based on, right? So maybe I, I'm gonna have to look into that because that's kind of cool. That's really cool actually.
0: Yeah, I just you know, the the movies, I mean they they had some big names involved with the live action movies. They're just uh I,
1: I never mean, you know, I saw the first one, did not impress me enough to watch any others.
0: And that was about that. That was about it. John Cena has grown as an actor since those movies.
3: Mm-hmm. Folks,
0: he's gotten much better roles. He's he's grown as an actor. See peacemaker.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, what um, I I guess the figurines, though. Yeah. I mean, there's a kid that lived on the other end of the street. And it must have been early on. There's like a set probably from like 84, 85. They actually had a G.I. Joe base. It was like a fort. And had like a main door and cannons on either end. I think I think I know it's, it's not the biggest place that G.I. Joe made,
1: but it was the, the biggest. Fl- I think the flag, the aircraft carrier was the, the biggest set. It's massive. And I knew a kid who had the flag.
0: No. Yes. No. It's badass. It's massive.
1: It, it, it took up like a whole wall in his room.
0: Yeah. No, there's a there's a guy out. Um, golly. I'll, and I don't want to disrupt. There's a guy on youtube that talks about it and he's like i have to leave it in my 80s toy room he's like i can't move it
1: that was, was a massive massive playset.
0: yeah it's giant and no, no one's made a playset that big since that's pretty aggressive
1: by hasbro to market something like that because you figure I don't, I don't remember how much the average vehicle cost i had several as did you and you had the Teradrome, right? Was that the Terridrome? Wasn't that the? Yeah. Cobra so base?
0: that was, uh, I think the year after the USS flag, they actually did. I can 80, tell you, I 80, actually in 86, I, they did a lot of Cobra. It was more heavier on Cobra uh, action figures and, um, you know, uh, and toys equipment. And, and equipment. Because it was always Heavy and Joe's, but the problem is if you if you have too much on one side, who the hell are they fighting? You know, you got to have the other side. Well, you know, it's funny. I did and some... th- that was the, when they introduced the uh, Crimson Twins and so forth. Go ahead,
1: Tomax and Zaymon. Yes. So I found a website doing this research this week. It is called Yo Joe.
4: Mm.
1: So if we go back here. I ha- I found the Terridrome. I think it was 86. Oh, I had that buzz thing. And there it is. Whatever that was. <laughs> we'll go back to that. So here it is.
0: Yeah, the pterodrome the was kind of cool because it opened up and it was like, you know what? And that was tied into the whole storyline, uh, Serpentor, Dr. Mindbender, the Crimson Twins. Uh, it was based on like on an island. They built this stupid thing. I don't know what island you're building at. No one notices,
1: but.
3: Millions.
1: Well, and, and in the comics, didn't they have in the comics that uh, Cobra also was in the Florida Everglades? They had a base in the Everglades. Uh, I believe so. So, yes. I And later in the. Um, early on, everything was a G.I. Joe vehicle. Everything was G.I. Joe. All, all Most good guy it. stuff. Yeah, You didn't have a lot of bad guy stuff. And then you ended up with more bad
0: guy stuff as the toy line. A a few of the the Cobra toys early on would be just basically recolored G.I. Joe. You know, it'd be a Jeep of a different color or a tank of a different color. They did do that
1: with the Vamp?
0: Yeah, like early early on they did that. Or then uh, later on, more Cobra, they would do... uh, Science fiction or fantasy vehicles, uh, like that weird flying bubble thing, they was used, uh, you'd see them flying around in. Right. I think they're referred to as a trouble bubble, or the Joes would. I don't know what the, the Cobra.
1: Cobra referred to it as. So it was basically
0: a little bubble they would sit in. It was almost like a jet pack with a bubble shield with like two little guns on it. So. And Hasbro was good on interaction with uh, mail-aways.
1: Oh, mail-aways. There are cool mail-aways. Um, two that come to my mind that I really... I really, I wish I had. I wish I got as a kid. And I may end up as a, having them as an adult. Mm-hmm. First, Sergeant Slaughter. Yes. Was a mail-away. Yep. And the Fridge. The William Perry, Refrigerator Perry. They didn't make him quite as fat as an action figure. They did He was slimmer. Much slimmer. And both of them were fitness instructors for the Joes.
0: That was oh, the, is that
1: what the fridge was supposed to be? Yeah, he was a fitness instructor.
0: Okay. I know that's what Sergeant Slaughter's job was to Let's look up, train the Joes. He, was, like he their, was a trainer. He was like their drill instructor in a way. Hey, they're both WWE
4: legends, I will say.
0: Oh Subway. Hi, Subway.
4: Hey. Um, How you doing? Uh am I allowed to say, I, am, am I allowed to say COVID on a, on this show?
0: I you can say it. you, you well, can say whatever um, you want. No. Seeing that you said it already. but I like I like your style. Beg for forgiveness and ask for permission or something like that. Yeah, uh, it's uh, easier yeah.
1: to beg for forgiveness than to ask for permission.
0: Yeah, there you go. See, there you go. So
4: backwards. Yeah, uh, I tested positive for uh, nineteen yesterday. And uh, yeah, it just, uh, has not been doing well.
0: No, right. So you're not doing well? Nope, got, got it. Uh, I was doing well prior to, prior to testing positive. Um, well, I mean, how are you feeling right you
4: sound now? sound all right. I mean, I sound all right. I, I mean, my nose is stuffy. That
0: I mean, is this your last good. episode? No.
4: Hell oh. no. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this part, this part, uh, dedication, uh, you know, I could have stayed and, you know, I could have rested all day, but I said, no, I'm going to work on this show because this is the best show out there in yeah. in this is the best show out there. So yeah. yeah. Um I I'll be back better than ever, uh, healthy wise. Um and uh I will not walk out of WWE just like uh Sasha Banks and Naomi.
0: Oh I know. What what uh what crazy yeah. shit there, huh?
3: Do you have an yeah. inside Scoop please?
4: Uh okay so I guess um they were supposed to be in a number one both of them were supposed to be in a number one contenders match for uh Bianca Belair's be- Belair's uh Raw Women's Championship for uh Helena Cell, and actually Naomi was supposed to win um but I guess both both of them like felt like they were being disrespected since they were like the women's tag team champions and they weren't like I I, I don't really know. I guess they were they were along with uh with uh John Laurinaitis. Uh if you fellows remember him from 2012, uh you know how much of a guy he was, how much of a character he was in 2012. Uh, yeah, he, he was like the old general manager. Uh right, right, right. Huh. And uh he he got fired by uh John Cena and Vince McMahon. Um, yeah, uh, but I guess they walked out before Raw even started. So then I guess they had a and I apparently they were not supposed to touch each they weren't gonna touch each other in the match, like they weren't gonna fight fight each other in the match because it was like a fatal four way with uh uh with Nikki Ash and U and uh, right. I believe they uh they changed the, they changed uh, Tinsa Tedersa, uh, asuka and I believe I forgot what what I Becky Becky what. Lynch. Uh, they they so made so
0: Asuka so and Becky Lynch, so Lynch so. just by themselves as the uh main event. Uh,
4: yeah, and Asuka won. So and so it's gonna be Asuka uh facing against Bianca Belair and not Naomi. Uh, I do have to say That's that Oscar. I will say this: so both. Sasha and Naomi's contracts are expiring. Really, really soon. Like Sasha, bank's contract is supposed to expire in two months. They left and it. They well, left the show.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. That's where. He, yeah. He was out.
4: explaining.
1: Yeah. That. I don't know. Um. I had to. I had to get up and use the bathroom. Everybody, just so you know, I missed a few minutes of the show. Sorry. <laughs> hey. Do, you do you.
4: You do you. Um. Uh. But yeah. Um. Their contract was expiring really soon. Uh I also heard from a different source that they were they were uh all, like in contract negotiations and I guess this was like the final straw and they just walked out. Uh Sasha yeah, yeah out. I, I heard I heard
0: this was not like K Fabe, not stage. No, this was not this, Yeah. I can't imagine uh some higher ups are very happy about this I at know. all. Oh, no, they they
4: have to be, like, mad. This is your tag team champion. Uh, see, here's the thing. If Sasha Banks, because I'm going to more, this is more torture, cause she she left the building first before Naomi, like, really early. And hmm. her contract expires in two months. If she doesn't get her contract re- renewed, she's not wrestling again. She's not going to wrestle again. She's going to go to Har- Hollywood.
0: Yeah, she she's she's got the acting bug.
4: Really?
0: Oh yeah, Sasha she, Banks? I sure for know.
4: sure. Yeah. She was she was uh she, she she's in a in Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian.
0: Oh uh, she was? Yeah. Yeah, she had a smaller role, but you know it's it, it's a good launching point for her. Huh. Yeah. She's starting and, to get better like, roles.
4: Yeah. Um all right, Smackdown's on tonight. We have the tag team unification match. Uh, RK Bro and uh, the Usos.
0: Who? What is going to happen tonight? What do you guys think? It's
3: not well, going to happen.
0: Well, RK Bro four twenty says they're going to smoke that ass, <laughs> and I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I think those guys are
1: more marketable, if you will. Yeah, than uh, they, the Usos. Real,
4: they are.
3: Oh
1: uh, yeah. Yeah,
2: for I'm sure. done with the Usos, um, honestly. Uh, yeah. Um, the Usos are boring exactly no, right exactly
4: they're nothing without roman reigns and paul heyman
2: yeah and he's got that fucking yeah, right? twat knot in today so he don't look that tough
3: oh my god
2: uh, hey uh subway I'm sorry, see... a cunt bunt? I'm sorry what did you want me to use <laughs> all right that's
0: pretty good wow <laughs> twat hat uh, i'm trying to think of other
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um... hmm, hmm. <laughs>
2: I don't know, the other night we I rattled a bunch up. I could only yeah. pick two right now. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm nah. stumped. Good thing it's not the SATs. Hey, uh, I didn't do too good on this. Yeah. So, yeah, I bombed that, and then I retook it, and I scored worse the second time. Subway, uh, the AEW. Did you yes. see who's now all elite? I
4: did, uh, Mr. Johnny Elite. They're known
0: as John Morrison. That's, who I That's right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad he landed there. Uh, you know, maybe he can, yeah. uh, it may, maybe, maybe they'll utilize him a little bit more for some reason, WWE, I felt like was really holding him back.
4: Yeah. Uh, I will say this, you know, the first time, first time I actually saw him on live television was actually on survivor when he was on survivor, huh. uh, Oh by yeah, fact, was Wait yeah, yeah, a long like time ago. ago? Yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, I a couple years, it. couple years ago, and uh, let's just say uh, he had a big alliance. He was doing really well, and then he got played. Uh, he got idled out. Let's just say, right? Yeah, it was uh, it was a really great game move. Uh,
0: but well, you know, that's uh, where you gotta look for them stupid little idols on whatever island you're stuck on. Yeah, uh, Fiji. That's a good island to get stuck on.
3: Stupid island.
4: Yeah, yeah. Just get your Fiji water, and then yeah. that, that shit's
0: expensive. Bad. Oh, but it's but boring. now if you live in Fiji, it's pretty cheap. Uh, yeah. it's, pretty cheap. Uh, yeah. it's like buying. You know, you know in Fiji
2: they call it tap water.
0: Yeah, they just call it water. <laughs> they call Fiji yeah. water. Yeah. Fiji yeah. just Fiji. Nah. Just like in China, yeah. Chinese food's just <laughs> food. <laughs> food.
3: Fiji water. Yeah, the wind, folks.
0: Yeah. Hey, so uh yeah. subway how familiar with the uh the joe's are you the gi uh, oh
4: boy okay so i have not okay i i'm i'm, I'm for sure aware of gi Joes. uh they're they're classic toys from the 1980s uh they're, they're a classic um never owned any of them i think that's uh never owned any um but yeah they're iconic
0: toys you know, right now you could go on Hasbro's yeah. Hasbro's YouTube is doing a 40th anniversary. I saw whatever yeah. and they're around the clock just showing just streaming episodes. for free. Yeah, they're episodes. pretty awesome. Nah. And at the oh, end of every episode, you know, you always have a, a, uh, a PSA, PSA, you know, and you uh, know, knowing and right, that's when you learn Knowing is half the battle. battle. There is a guy on YouTube now early at the beginning of the internet days, you know, when E-bombs world was a thing. You remember E-bombs world? I remember E-bombs world. It was see yeah, Subway, that, you don't no, remember. That. No, you don't remember that, Subway. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I heard about them. I heard about them. So, all right, so there was a guy that used to dub over
4: oh, G.I. Joe these.
0: PSAs. Yeah, and and they would just be, like, ridiculous. Like, barbecue be, like, you know, telling people, like, hey, there's fire in this house. Like, you'd be a good out, you know, or like someone talking about getting a body massage. And I think there's roadblock is the body massage.
1: That was pretty funny. <laughs> They're
0: pretty good. They're on YouTube. I'll, I'll throw a link out on our, our uh, YouTube one of them videos at uh beer seats. So Hey, uh, I got
4: actually got a question. I got, a
2: question
4: about, uh, oh. I got a question about GI Joe's Sure, go uh, ahead. Go ahead caller. Yeah, um, my my question is uh will help me with my covid? No.
3: <laughs>
4: okay. Um I, I I was hoping I I was hoping you guys would say yes. Uh
3: What if the nurse says yes?
4: Uh then I consider, uh, consider that I buy GI Joe's. I don't know how
0: much they are. How how much? I don't know. What's that? How much a GI Joe is now? It depends on Uh, which GI
1: Joe. If you're if you're buying vintage figures or newer figures, because they did Hasbro did do a reissue of some of the some of the figures. Some were original molds. Some were new molds. Uh, I was online waiting for a food here before I got back to studio C and two figures I'd like to own. One is Sergeant slaughter. The other is the fridge.
4: Yeah. William Perry. Yes,
1: absolutely. So these figures ranged anywhere from about 10 bucks to over a hundred depending Whoa. on the, depending on Somebody, the, case. don't
2: you have Sergeant slaughter?
4: I do have Sergeant slaughter. As a wrestling action figure. I yeah, as a wrestling action figure. So and it was when he, uh, I think it was when he like went rogue, turned heel, turned his back against America during the Gulf War. By the yep. way, that's the best heel. That's the best heel turn of all time. Let's just say that that's the best heel turn of all time. That um, that gained him some more traction, I think. Yeah, that that's the be, In my opinion, that's the best heel turn of all time. Especially if it was during the Gulf War. It, it would get a lot of people.
1: It gets some emotion into it. It would get people's oh, attention. Sure. And that's oh, as a heel, sure. that's what you want to do.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Like, look look at uh MJF right now. He is he is doing it. he is a terrific heel. And whether he, whether like. He I mean, there he might actually leave AEW very, very soon and go to WWE,
0: but Oh man, the, to be like the Miz's tag team partner. That's gonna <laughs> be hell.
3: His referee partner.
4: Imagine the Miz and MJF becoming tag team champions. That would be
0: sick. They would definitely draw a lot of heat together.
4: Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. But, but, uh.
2: I find The Miz unwatchable. I like What? Him.
4: Oh.
3: You gotta watch an episode of Miz and Mrs. Yeah. Mrs. and Ms. however.
0: Ms and Mrs. That's what you, you said that right. It's coming back, uh, in about like two months.
3: Less, I think. Yeah. I think a couple of weeks.
0: Oh, you're right. You're you're right. Beginning of June. June, Yeah. Not that we're counting.
3: Do us a favor, Big Ed, and watch at least one of those.
0: Yeah, it'll be on USA. It makes you- Free plug.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'll give it a shot.
0: Yeah. recommend it. Well, hey, as we're doing our free plugs, uh, we got one here. Yeah, we do. Sure do. Oh, shit.
2: Big, Big Eds, Ed's Rock and, rock and Roll, and roll retrospective. retrospective.
1: Take it away, Big Ed.
2: Thanks, guys. So this week, keeping with the super group theme, I went with Them Crooked Vultures from the 2000s. This debut studio album by the rock group, uh, them crooked vultures that was released november 13 2009 the first single from the uh, album was new fang released uh, october 26 followed by mind eraser on november 3rd uh album debuted number 12 on the billboard 200 charts selling seventy thousand units in the u.s in its first week I was recorded in January and August of two thousand nine, uh, Pink Studio, Pink Duck Studios, not shit, it, not shit up Dick Studios, different place. Uh, Sixty six minutes long, it's so a long listen. Uh, l- released on uh, Interscope, produced by Them Crooked Vultures. Like I said, this album sold 70,000 units in its first week in the US and proceeded to go gold in Australia, New Zealand, and the UK uh, went platinum in Canada. The reviews were all over the board and I must say that when I first listened, I thought it was pretty lackluster. After all, it is 66 minutes long. But after more listens, I started listening to this more and more and realized I was fortunate enough to review this almost 13 years after its release. So I did not have the supergroup expectations that most critics did at the time. Rather, I was curious as to what three exceptionally gifted musicians and a very seasoned veteran who can play with Beethoven expertise can arrange music and has the gift of knowing when they use the obscure instrument for that special moment in a song. You know, I'm talking about the one and only John Paul Jones. This guy knows. These guys hit, the, hit this one out of the park so good, it needed a flight attendant to bring drinks. The opening track, Nobody Loves Me, Neither Do I, had a good start and I was thinking, I hope it gets better. Well, let me tell you, it does. The following track, Mind Arrested, No Chaser, a song about drugs and how the mind is a terrible thing to waste and ignorance is bliss until you take away the bliss. John Paul Jones still can write for that bass like he did on Achilles' Last Stand. Definitely did not get his uh, mind erased. New Fang, the next track, was one of the singles, and I did not think I would have chosen this song. Seems more like a filler. Not a bad song, just not radio-friendly. Dead Friends, uh, another track I liked was uh, Dave Grohl and Josh Holm. They share lead vocals that do a great job and has a very Queen's of the Stone Age feel, and of course it will at times with Holmes on, on lead guitar and vocals. I really enjoyed this, and John Paul Jones does what he does best. Plays bass, makes it look easy. Elephant really shows these three guys really gelled in a short amount of time. And this song shows its quick tempo the first minute then slow into a heavy melodic riff, while Holmes delivers lyrics of Temptation of the Dark Side, maybe? I don't know. I liked it, though. Scumbag's Blues is a queen to the Stone Age sound from the first album, and the critics can eat it. This song rocks. Someone had to write it, and thanks to John Paul Jones' funky keyboards, breaks up the Stone Age riff. Bandolier is another track, a really neat little Nirvana-esque bass and drum fill. And even the vocals are close to, uh, to uh, Nirvana. And then when home interjects with the guitar, throws a little of his spice, and really completes this little gem. A strong addition to this album, "Reptiles." The verses sung very much like Scott Weiland would have sung it. And a cool track, and home plays a good slide. John Paul Jones, without failure, excuse me, without fanfare, is the hardest working man in the band. Cranking the world's greatest bass riff. I didn't really like the riff that Tenacious D was looking for on the greatest song in the world. Interlude with ludes is a slow roller, drug-induced trip on Quailers. I'll let you take that trip yourself. Warsaw or first breath you take after you give up. This is a cross between Bowie and the Little Queens of the Stone Age, and it's blended very tastefully that if you keep listening, and can't help wondering why, there's not more. Josh Holmes is a very underrated guitarist and really can play it. I'm giving him the credit he deserves. Cali, you love. Is a pure Bowie from station to station with Faith No More like keyboards, makes this haunting riffer really an album favorite and should be listened to really loud. My neighbors know the song. Not sure if they like it though. Gunman, another track with Thrall and Holmes sharing vocals, give it an Allison Chain sound, a really fast paced rocket. It really shows how, again, these three guys got in sync in a short amount of time. Spinning and Daffodils, my uh, this song rock It's my favorite track, and after listening, it's like cashmere double time, and really soars. And grow really keeps time, and again with dual vocals on this really helps this song move. John Paul Jones' bass line is unmistakably a Zeppelin influenced sound, and it really works for these guys. It finishes a fury, and Grohl goes down to town, ta- goes downtown on the drums, giving the cymbals hell. I gave this four Montecitos because it is that good. I got hooked on this and listened to it at least twice a day. I was impressed with this. It was really exceeded my expectation. The fact that I had been out for this long, I had no expectations went into it with an open mind. The Duke boy would have been jamming to this album. After all, you need a song like Daffodil to keep your foot in the general so you don't spill your beer when you're crashing through fences. I'm Big Ed. Listen and enjoy.
0: All right.
3: I think that was your
0: best one. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a good one there. Uh, all right. Them crooked vultures. I was really so psyched when I heard this band was getting back together because I was already a big fan of uh, Queens of the Stone Age and you know everything. David Grohl from Nirvana and Foo Fighters, and I mean, shit, you're you're adding the basis from Led Zeppelin. I mean, it's to me, it's like a no-brainer, no-brainer. Um, and
2: John Paul they, Jones brings a lot to the table. He brings. He plays any kind of strings, keyboards, like clavichord. He plays it all. You yeah. know, He arranges. He composes. You know, and you could hear that in the in the, uh, in the music.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I love the opening track. No one loves me, neither do I. Um, Elephants is another one. I love um, reptiles is another one. I mean, there are a lot of good songs on there. It, it, they for for a band that for for a band to end up just coming together to do one album. That's a damn good one album. And they got together, they did this album, and then they toured like months later, because they released this in November, I don't even think they even started supporting the album to go on tour to like almost the next summer. Cause they, they did headline Coachella. um,
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. They, they headlined Coachella.
2: Uh, Personalities too. And I mean, they got along, they had fun in the studio. I was reading about them. They loved it. They'd go in the studio with nothing and come out at the end of the day with a song. Yeah. You know, it's you know, they, they
0: tore, they did a short tour and they, yeah. they went all around they they played the roseland ballroom in new york which is fantastic little uh place to play uh a live place and um a great place to see a band it's going to be a very intimate setting um you know they, but they they went all over they played festivals in in england they went to australia because for some reason um, you just got to go to australia sometimes to go play live music but yeah. um yeah, they didn't, go really, they didn't really go 70. all over the U.S. They only played like only a handful, like literally a handful of shows in the U.S.
2: Um, I'm going to do and, a little more digging on this guitarist. because Oh, Josh Homie? Three, yeah, this is a three-piece yeah. band, and they put out a big sound. This guy don't fuck around on guitar.
0: Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a, a link later. There's uh, something after this happened. Uh, David Grohl and Josh Homie got back together, and I forget what this project's for. It was some, like, music doc- documentary. And it was just all about, like, different artists getting together. But it's w- them two with Trent Reznor. Oh, wow. And, yeah. And, I mean, these guys just start just jamming. And, I mean, um, it, it is – they they just create, like, the best freaking groove. Uh, I'll send you that after the show. That's just, like, sometimes I play the, like – you know, snap me in a good mood. That's, 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 and you the, know what?
2: That la- The last track called Daffodil. Yeah. Dude, that is a strong piece of work. I mean, I, 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 I listened to that thing back to back and go fucking, Hey, when it was done, yeah. it was like John Paul Jones is in his seventies and he still plays like he was a kid.
0: Yeah, no, he, he's amazing to think that these are kind of young rock guys and he just fits in. Doesn't, He's in the background,
2: man. doesn't, you know, he just does his thing. He even, he even backed up some vocals.
0: Yeah. Now, I, I think this album, over time, aged better.
2: Yeah, aged the critics didn't do it justice. They, you know, that's what sucks about so many supergroups. You know, they're anticipating, you know, the people who write these reviews and it comes out and they're like, ah, oh, it sounds like Queens of the Age. Well, no shit, the motherfucker is the personality of the band. Yeah. Vocal and guitar, you know? I mean, but they even like, like they paid homage to like, you listen, they paid homage to Bowie, to uh, Alice in Chains. I feel uh, like they, they even wiring. paid
0: homage to like Cream in there. Like there's some yes. stuff. I'm like, that sounds like a, like a Cream song.
2: Yeah. They, they nailed it. They nailed it. I think. Yeah. I th- this is probably one of my favorite albums. The biggest surprise album for me. I had no expectations. I didn't know what I was hearing. I didn't, I didn't hear any of the singles when it was on the air in the radio. So I've been listening yeah, to well, ra- radio Satellite was radio for radio. the last, yeah, 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 exactly. But I've been listening to Satellite since 2006.
0: Yeah. So. It ain't got a lot of love on Satellite, which is a shame. And uh, yeah, so you know. told me you were going to do this last week. I got excited and I hadn't listened to this album in probably 10 years. So I I started like re- living and relearning the album and i'm like damn this is this is even better than when it came out like this is now they come out now i'm like this is fantastic
2: yes it's gonna be a timeless sound i mean it's been 13 years
0: you you didn't i'm looking at big mike he didn't do his homework no i didn't do
2: homework (laughs) you know what i I, i'm not gonna assume anything but it'd be fair to say big mike would be like uh i i didn't like this I, i think you would find one track if he didn't yeah. like Queens of the Stone Age.
0: He might like uh, Scumbag Blues. That's kind of like a fun, like, that's almost like a 60s song. Like, you know, how it just kind of jams.
2: i have to do narrow- i
1: have to circle around this week and just catch it this weekend. See if there I... you go. I'll report
2: back on...
1: I'll report Maybe back on uh, next
2: week. You know what you could do? You could watch... Uh, uh, you can watch Rooster Cogburn and then listen to this, and you'll be like, "Wow, what a fucking week!" Well, well yeah.
1: Rooster Cogburn is on the agenda for this weekend.
2: And so, you know what? Well, you know what came on afterwards, which I recorded, and I probably, I might watch. I don't know. It's a long what's movie. What's uh, True Grit. True which Grit. The, the original. The, the
0: original. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That was the follow-up to uh, Rooster Cogburn it's rooster again
0: yes correct
1: the original Uh, we're talking about it was john wayne
2: week actually it started last friday and they were playing el dorado and i was watching it and wrestling while the show was on
1: so there was tv choices last night at the uh at studio c yes so lady jill was over because you got the text from Big Ed, which I did. Yes, well. I
2: I got the text. Oh, I see. So you were like, Well, oh, do I watch hockey or Lifetime?" I see.
1: No, That's no, no, no. The choice huh. was. That's I was that... like, "Hey, Lady Jill." Lady Jill. We oh,
3: can yeah.
1: we can watch. Big Ed sent me a text.
0: Yeah, Rooster She's Cogburn like, yeah. is
1: on. <laughs> it's a western. <laughs> got a big John Wayne. <laughs> She's like, uh, no, or I already had the hockey game on when Lady Jill came over Or we can just finish watching hockey.
2: I, that's uh, what I did. I watched both on commercials. I watched, I tried to watch everything that's on
1: lady. Jill selected hockey,
0: her her first hockey game, by the way. First hockey game.
2: Wow. Uh, what a game to watch.
0: Yeah. What, yeah. What a game to get introduced for folks out there. We're talking about the Tampa Bay lightning the def- two-time defending Stanley Cup champions against uh, the Hammenegas of Florida, the Panthers. And uh, the Panthers, who were the number one seed, the won the what we call the President's Cup. In NHL, the President's Cup is winning really what it means, shit, <laughs> but is the team that won the most games <laughs> yeah. through the yeah. season. Um, uh, most points. Most points, most point.
4: yeah, and usually They're a close. good,
0: a good fashionable exit in the Stanley Cup playoffs. They're down two games. We yeah. beat them twice at home. Tampa Bay is back, baby. Yeah, we're back. I- I Lightning would say is so.
1: striking. So I am looking forward to tomorrow night's game. Point nine yeah, seconds yeah. left. Wait, I it's was not pre- tomorrow. It's not
0: tomorrow.
3: It was advertised for Saturday somewhere. I'm telling you that. Cause I thought tomorrow
0: too. Well, there, there's a country concert at Amelie arena on Saturday. So Bastards. the games are going to be Sunday, Monday. I wonder if he's perform- No, Ooh, I wonder who's performing there. Uh, Somebody I think the I name of the band's of. called your mom. I don't, I don't know who they are, but <laughs> that's, <I> <laughs> that's one of my favorite bands. <laughs> yep.
3: that's weird. Somebody
0: I've never heard of. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Speaking
4: of country music, congratulations to Keith Whitley for getting the country's call of Fame long overdue. Maybe that's
1: yeah. Him. Keith, Keith Whitley is pretty wow. awesome. Pretty dead, but pretty
2: awesome.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: That's not him then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm having a hard time fighting a supergroup from the 2010s.
0: Uh, well, uh, yeah. Um, which you cannot do I'm
2: not doing like. Uh, Yeah, these fucking Korean. You, and...
0: Well, that, that well, that's we not a super now, right? group. I mean, that, that's, that's
1: just like that. That's just a
2: free, manufactured. I know what it is. I just can't find one. That's not.
0: <laughs> See, another one I was going to say, but I think they, they came out the same year, maybe a year before was uh. I, I would have suggested, but now that I'm thinking about it, it was um, Jack White's other band. Uh, but I guess they're not really That super was
2: the mid-2000s. Group.
0: Yeah. you know what I'm talking about? The, um, uh, the Rock and Tears?
2: Yeah, there was another group too that was well, like uh, the rival to the Crooked Vultures. Uh, yeah. I, I, give me a second to because it had another like veteran rocker in there with the you know, the the happening.
0: Yeah, but that yeah, he, he now that was a busy guy and he kinda kinda cooled off too. Um I don't know. We got in the the twenty tens. We'd have to do a little
1: uh that's gonna require might... research.
0: Twenty tens might have not have been rocking as much.
2: No, not at all.
0: Unless unless we do um hmm. No uh, Chinese Democracy. You go into like an 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 older rock band that released a, a album in the twenty Chinese
2: Democracy. I think was also oh nine oh eight.
0: I yeah, I was thinking that was oh nine as well.
2: And yeah. I did slash Miles Kennedy. So that's
0: we might have run the course.
2: Yeah, I'm out of the. Uh, I, I I got something I could pop in there, and then we'll. Uh... Start working on the stuff I bought in in, uh, in Savannah. Oh, nice! What do you guys been listening to? Of those, um,
0: well,
2: we did we, two. Yeah, we yeah, just and did we the, mentioned them last. Yeah, week. We, we
0: just did the, the P. Townsend and the Poco, and, the and that's Poco all album. we we'd listened to. I, I don't know. We we might have time tonight for an album. Yeah, after depending up. on uh, yeah. Big Mike's schedule here. Uh, Studio C well, sometimes has to wrap down earlier than. How album. about?
2: I, all right i'll i'll i have an album i could do and then we'll the following week we'll start with uh pete Towns and go through those four okay we'll go pete and poco and whatever two you can order you listen to the other two just let me know so i can do my homework
0: hey can i, can I bring up something about uh subway slam real quick he...
2: oh i love talking about subway slam <laughs> <laughs> And his and his hands. So, so you the you camera.
0: realize you're gonna be on the same stage as the hardest working man in Showbiz. Yes. Are you gonna do a split at the end of your song to pay homage? Because I think you only do justice to the the, you know the guy before you.
3: Who is the guy?
0: What? The hardest working man in Showbiz?
3: <laughs> I mean I could think of what
0: I it's Hashi Green, obviously. <laughs> yeah,
2: of course. James Proud. who's that James Proud. Yeah. James Proud. What? yeah
0: all right she I missed it we we like sweet see sweet Melissa's got a lot of things going on she's she does a, so why don't you fill us in she she she's looking at a career change and you no, know, um what she's looking at <laughs> is being a uh crochet life coach oh <laughs> yes whoa
1: that's interesting. Uh, you you would be right on the cutting edge of this career field. Uh,
0: look, I know. I, I know. And, and the, the wild thing, like what? she's telling me, she's like, I'm doing a TED talk. I'm like, whoa, you didn't even start it. She's doing it, your TED talk. I'm like, you need to start getting the speech together.
2: I, I don't even know what it is. Grandma Honey, because she would be like the ultimate life coach, I guess, of crochet. I yeah, think you're right.
3: I, I mean, wait a minute honey invented it really if you think about
2: it no i don't think she invented i
3: it. was her she would like to tell times. you that i was. and if you believe coach. that
2: well and she's got the custom ergonomic crochet hook so she's been crocheting so do awesome. i now
0: yeah but now she does crochet uh, she's carbon free um oh. you know crocheting the hell she, is
3: that
0: <laughs> she's not using fossil fuels when she's crocheting <laughs> no <laughs> I didn't know you
1: used fossil fuels <laughs> when crocheting.
2: You're using synthetic yarn? Uh, uh,
0: I, I don't, well, listen, I don't know about oh that. Oh my
3: God, the crocheting commercial just came on. Oh, yep,
0: yeah, the Liberty Mutual I'll, with the dog. I'll, of course. <laughs> of course. Not We a- we got a TV in the background, folks. They Just all know on, it's
3: Marco yeah. Polo.
4: Pulling the AEW Domino's commercial. Uh,
0: Mandela. Oh, thing oh, oh yeah. Well,
2: a gay, by the way.
0: Was that Christian Cage that was using the pizza cutter on the guy? No, it it was uh, Jericho. Oh, Jericho, Jericho. That's it.
4: Yeah, that was yeah, classic. Yeah, that was, that was awesome.
0: That's good marketing. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, if only you'd taken the shoe off and start beating a guy and it had a reebok commercial and <laughs> set and you're like, all right, they're on to something like right after that one. Yep. He starts hitting someone with a tire iron in his commercial for Goodyear. <laughs> yep. But is that the image you really want? Hey. Good point. Um, oh, there's the rain. No news is bad news in, you know, that world. All right. Cobra Commander. Oh, the original. Yes.
1: So uh, oh. you know, we're getting to the end.
0: Oh, we're we're gonna wrap around.
1: We're gonna wrap around. Oh,
0: let's
1: go so back. I have a few questions.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I, right, I, we're, I, we're going back to uh, a, a GI Joe roundtable question. With take my couple
1: a things. Deal, so what I want to know. Yes. Characters. Who is or who are your favorite GI Joe
0: characters? Well, I like Sergeant Slaughter one because I was liked wrestling and I thought that was cool and that was fun to have. And it was a mailway, so he wasn't easy Something special. Well, you could you had the mail firm. You couldn't you, you had couldn't, to send you UPC or the, the you to was, to send, like they had like UPC. They had
1: like the collect like with the fridge you had to collect so many of the
0: They called them coins or, coins something or like whatever, that. right Um you know what certain guys that you bought got your points or you know um he was fun wild bill was fun because he came with a helicopter right wild bill hickok um um well,
2: bill hickok.
0: yeah that that was yeah that you were to imagine always with the names
3: okay i was thinking that's not a great name but
0: uh, Wild bill flew the
1: dragonfly which was a huey cobra yeah
2: he flew ago. I mean, he was a real person. He
0: was a real person in real life. But well, this they, guy was—they was... they, they based some of their characters off real
1: people. But sure, I they did. In that. fact, Tunnel Rat. Yeah. So Tunnel Rat was based on Larry Hama.
0: Yeah, the guy that was
1: like yep. helped develop. Yep, they a lot they of them. they carved like the the sculptors, they carved put his his face. His face yeah, hmm. and oh. some of the characters' Z- vitals Z- were
0: Z- Zartan, though. Was easily my favorite.
1: That was your favorite guy, and even
0: though he's a cobra and a bad guy. That's he was okay, my you can
1: have bad guys that are he favorites. actually
0: changed colors,
1: he did. And, and his brother and sister,
0: because he, he was a mask. master of disguise, yeah, he came with that was like a mask. Like mask. You would actually like put a face on his, face. Put on his yeah. face. I remember he was that. awesome, best character, hands down.
1: So, those are your two, or you're your, the ones,
0: yeah, the, the, those three,
1: those are your guys, okay. So, uh, Melissa, that, do you have that one? Yeah, I, I had. That you uh, had.
3: No, I'm sorry. I have the wrong thing.
1: We're talking about rain. She's, She's she, raining. You know, we would like, okay, we are going to stop this podcast for our <laughs> meteorological report, Melissa.
3: <laughs> it's raining.
1: Thank you. Back to the podcast. Uh, Melissa loves a rainy night.
4: Yes. She loves a rainy night. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, nope. okay. Nope. Eddie Rabbit. Nope. Yep. Anyway. Melissa Rabbit. Melissa Rabbit. Rabbit. Yes.
1: So Snake Eyes. You, Snake Eyes by far was my favorite Joe character. He was a cool character. He was a cool character. You were one of
0: the few people I knew that had Snake Eyes.
1: I had two different versions of Snake Eyes.
2: was a Snake Cobra Kai G- character too? No. Really?
1: No, it might no, be no.
3: On something similar-ish
1: so snake eyes i'm
2: not thinking of the dojo i'm thinking i thought there was a
3: no i think there's something close a person on it closely related to that name
1: so i i really and here's guys that and i mentioned them earlier in the show guys i'd like would have liked to have had slaughter sergeant slaughter yeah the fridge yeah those are two characters two uh figures I, i i would have liked to have had and Cobra Commander, and Destro.
0: I really like Destro. Oh, I knew one kid that had Destro. The kid across the street from me had Destro growing. It was up. awesome. He he had like a Destro, just looked so badass. He had a chrome plated head. Dude, oh, I mean, he wore a black G-I-J jacket co- with like red, like it looked like crushed velvet that went around. him. Yes, it. he was, he, know, was
1: dress, he, he was very stylish. He was kind of like, like Tom Jones. Bat. Yeah. You know what?
2: I was thinking of the Cobra headquarters, guys. My bad. Oh. Uh, um, that's out no, of my wheelhouse.
1: That that's we're coming up on that. That's the equipment or play set. Who's what is your favorite piece of equipment or play set? Um, all right, I had two.
0: Um the hydrofoil was kinda cool. It was also known as the Moray. Yep. Uh which was for Cobra. Uh which was like a big like hydrofoil boat. Mm-hmm. Uh didn't float as well. Mm-hmm.
1: The personnel carrier floated really well.
0: That's the other one. Because it was just cool. And that was like from like the first generation. That That, was was like from like 82 or 83 that came out. That was like early, early on. It was based on like a British personnel carrier. And it was used to like for uh, beach invasions, mm -hmm. you know, where it launch off a carrier, you know, or like a personnel carrier onto a beach. But you could probably put like 20 people in there. It was made as like a handheld carrier. Carrier. Yeah, for, it was a carrier case insurance. or. And you, like I said, like what I was talking about, the little pegs with the feet, you could seat them in there. And if you put them in the pegs. They would stay. They would stay in there. And you could throw all their, you know, the, their tools or their guns and equipment in there. That thing was awesome. And it floated in the pool. Really good. Yeah, float, It actually floated better than any other toy that I ever had that was supposed to float. <laughs> so he, here, here to include poop. Poop. Just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> poop is kind of. Is it a
2: toy? Is it seniors. not a toy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's poop, it's
2: funny. Uh, probably not a toy. Not supposed to. Be <laughs> not
1: they did. Right. They did find some fossilized poop at Stonehenge this week. By the way, did they? Yes, they did. Ah. Anyway, that's story for another time.
2: Still not a toy. Still not a toy.
1: <laughs> so favorite. No
2: matter favorite. how you no matter how you squeeze that's it, it's still not a toy. Segment. Toy or not a toy? Is it, that that's <laughs>
0: excellent. That's a good game show. We'll have that next week. Uh Toy, toy or, or not, not a toy? toy. Mark yeah. that down.
2: <laughs> first <laughs> one. First row will be wey wee, toy or no toy. Oh, well, do. that's that's
0: big toy. Debatable. It's it's
2: debatable. toy. It's debatable. Yeah. So favorite Don't vehicles.
1: Touch. The vamp, which was. The G.I. Joe Jeep, essentially, and
0: oh, had yeah, yeah.
1: a twin 50 cow on the back tow hitch. So you could pull the how HAL, HAL, which was like the laser cannon. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: with this vehicle, again, like we like we alluded to earlier, a lot of these vehicles and equipment were based on loosely on real equipment. This was based on the Lamborghini Cheetah, which Lamborghini when it was part of Chrysler Corporation. Yeah, it they were, was. Yes, it was. There was a time Lamborghini was. was a
2: Kutosh Lamborghini. Yes, yes, it was a. Jeep. So it,
1: there was a, there was a Lamborghini V12 powered rear engine Jeep, and uh, so that's what the GI Joe Vamp was based on. That was my one of my first GI Joe toys. Um, really cool.
2: And that's then what the, the Hummer, the original Hummer, was based on too.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they, they came out same era. You know, late seventies, early eighties. For replacement for your conventional four wheel drive Jeep,
2: the other vehicle deployed in eighty six.
1: The Cobra Night
0: Raven. The Blackbird. Yeah, it was. Yeah, right. When you said it, and I was like, "Yes, that was a cool ass toy." I had it. it. You had it, and it also had a deployable jet jet on it it.
1: that was on the back of the
0: (laughs) That was a cool ass toy. It had
1: working landing gear. Yes. Yeah, I think you hit a switch on the switch, top. A, a switch on the top or bottom and it would come down. and deploy the gear. It, it came. Yeah, yeah. It, it it was it was a
0: bad ass. And There's good size. There's good size toy.
1: Yeah, it, wow. I think it was probably about that big. It probably. Yeah. Wow.
0: Two that and a half was, feet, was, three it, feet. It, it was a good size. Uh, you guys aircraft. are
3: showing me the size of their pinkies.
1: Yes. Yeah. I got that for Christmas one year. And the pilot was the Strato Viper.
0: Oh yeah, they always had uh, funny names for. They 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 weren't people. Like, like you know, they weren't a character like right. Cobra like Cobra bad guys. They they would give you a pilot or a driver or a captain of something. But they
1: they did not. They, have... they
0: never had a name. They're always a generic, yeah. like
1: character. character. Were... Where with the Vamp, the GI Joe Jeep with Joe's, you would get like the guy's be... name was Clutch. Who came clutch. with
0: that? Uh, Grunt came with something. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what.
1: The guy who came with the I tank. Think Grunt... I had the Mobat. Yeah. Oh, the Mobat. Yep. The tank. Yep. Uh, he, his name was Steeler. He was from Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, some of them had <laughs> silly names. that they
2: text. I didn't know where he was from.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Thank I mean, you,
2: Forrest. Dallas <laughs> from Cleveland. <laughs>
1: But oh, yeah, some of them had goofy names.
0: Yeah, but uh, the Joes always had people. People. They, they had characters. Where the Cobra. Where it's always like an a, gener- a generic. Yeah. Nobody. Can't connect with Cobra that way. No.
1: How could you do that? But Destro was pretty awesome. Okay, this is Brian. So now that we covered that, here's my here's my follow up, my finale question. Oh, okay. As you know, GI Joe was not just a toy line with men; it was a toy line with ladies. Yes. Who do you think was the hottest Joe of them all? Joe or Cobra? Lady figure. Who was the hottest?
0: Well, you would think it would be Cover Girl because she was a model. She was a model. I mean, her name was, after all, Cover, Cover Girl. Girl. Um, you didn't have a lot, but you had a few. You had Lady Jane, you had Scarlet. Yeah, uh,
1: and they all had big boobs.
0: Yeah, La- Lady Jane, I used to think, if I remember in the cartoon at least, she used to do a lot of flirting with Flint. Flint
1: her and Flint were an item.
0: Yeah. Um. However, I think all three of them had uh, punched or elbowed or kicked Shipwreck <laughs> if he would try to uh, hit on him, which he would numerous times
1: do you think the parrot Chipwreck's parrot got
0: in any danger oh or do you think he flew away oh he he always flew away <laughs> he was actually never around when he was like hitting on the ladies but i do remember that like he would try to like say something smooth and, and he uh, get jacked yeah he would always get jacked uh mm-hmm. you know because that's how they dealt with it back then they didn't go to hr and cancel someone they just they kicked, kicked him in the balls nards, yeah you know and that was that and, and uh, it was done you know because hey wolfman has nards. um <laughs> with that said um i'm gonna go with baroness oh
1: that's funny you say that because <laughs> baroness would be my she's the hottest for me too i have a thing for girls with glasses yes <laughs> As for you uh lady joe
0: that's for you, Baroness.
1: Baroness. Baroness <laughs> the Baroness Are was safe. hot.
0: Where it is. Blueberry pancakes.
1: She was hot. That I, it's funny <laughs> you say that because that was my pick.
0: Yeah. Um there was And that was Destro's it. Lady. That was Destro's Lady. Which they always kept that on, like they always the DL. Yeah. DL, always. Um, oh. always. Even in the comic. Yep. They they did.
1: I can remember him sucking face in the. (laughs)
0: uh, Oh God, I thought you were about to say something else. (laughs) I I could have, but I did it. Sucking mask. Um. uh, Jesus, I don't know. I don't know what what you're talking. So there you go.
1: But yeah, they made they, they did make all these figures and the in the comic and in on the TV show very buxom. These ladies. Yep. None of them were. They're all attractive. With big boobies, I, I get
0: this should make one with like a real big badonk. Badonk, <laughs> <laughs> badonk. Yeah, a big assed
1: GI Joe figure. Yeah, why not? Hey, that's what's in now. Let's do it. Yeah. So there you go. Th- those were just my questions on. Uh... <laughs> there we go. Favorite character, favorite vehicle, hottest GI Joe figure, Baroness. Baroness. So there you go.
0: All right.
2: Well, I think we kind the of. The album that. Casey Black oh. Country Communion. That's Damn. the next one. That's in two thousand ten. It's a it's a super group of sorts. Will you please Black meet, would you please, communion? All right.
0: Please send that in a text, big ed. All right. All right. There you go, everyone. That's your homework next week. Black Country Communion. Uh, and that's gonna be for oh, I the you said
3: reunion.
0: No, Black Country Communion, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay sorry. All right. As she was. Yes. Yeah.
1: So there you go there you go so i think this is a uh, warm beer and cheap seats this is a this is a show that's a show
0: any final words before you walk the plank i'm mm-hmm. walking the plank already
3: <laughs>
0: well uh go bolts they're back baby we're going for three go rangers
3: and go rk bro